Are you a busy woman who at times struggles with reducing your daily stress? Do you know that you need to slow down but do not know how? If you're looking at reducing your daily stress, you're in the right place. My name is Denise Eckert and I welcome you to the Calm Your Daily Stress podcast. I just love interviewing guests so they can share their stress-reducing tips and techniques with you. Now, if you find this podcast helpful, please share it with someone who struggles with stress because lowering our stress will make us a better person, a happier partner, mom, friend, neighbor, etc. And the best part is happiness is contagious. Enjoy this episode. Hi there, I'm Denise from Balance Me Coaching, and I love bringing different ideas, techniques, practices to you to help you deal with your stress level. And today I've got someone very unique. It's Jennifer Mason, and she's an acupuncturist slash comedian. So we're up for a good treat here. Welcome, Jennifer. How are you today? Oh, I'm great. I'm so excited to be here in Ontario. Because <laughs> I'm here in San Diego. I'm in San Diego, California. So tell us, tell me a little bit about your background and how you got to where you are right now. Uh, well, I am a licensed acupuncturist, and you can see I have these pictures of naked guys in the back. That's why. Uh, I've, and I did acupuncture for, well, I've, I've been doing acupuncture since 2001. Um, and what I found was that a lot of my patients were dealing with anxiety and depression and the herbs and needles are great, but there was just something more. And for me too, that playing a little bit of truth or dare with your life uh, expands things because when you, when you willingly go into things that scare you, then the rest of your life becomes less scary. And that's how I ended up doing comedy. I just saw myself doing stand up as a, as a 50 year old woman. And I did it. And then I found that um, when your body feels like it's going to die, because that's how it feels going up. That's how it felt for me. My heart's like, we could just run right now. But when it feels like it's going to die, and then three minutes later, it's over. It's just this feeling of a second chance. It's so joyful. Yeah, the rest of my life became easy. And, and everybody thought I was like a real, I had real street cred after that. Like, oh my God, you do stand up. So now I just want to, I want to bring everybody into it. I want everybody to get a little comedy in their life so they can turn bad days into good jokes. And how can we do that? Turn our bad days into good days with jokes. Well, the, one of the other things I learned about comedy is that it's, um, it's the vulnerability that is funny. Um, vulnerability and authenticity, right? Nobody wants to hear you do somebody else's joke. So it's when we talk about our own lives that it's engaging. It's like a little secret story between people. And and that nobody wants to hear about, yeah, the dinners that go well or the dates that went well. We want to hear about the disasters. When you do comedy, you kind of dredge up your flaws and the things that are embarrassing. You show it to everybody, which is difficult to do. But then it's so liberating. Then they don't bother you anymore. Right. So I, I used to do a lot of menopause jokes. I'm 52 now. And so that was like, a, oh, my gosh, what's happening? And I was not comfortable with it. And now I have menopause sets about how, you know, it's the, the promised land, the tampon free dream, how the next superhero is going to be a menopausal woman, you know, instead of the flash will be the hot flash. And now now I just love it. And, and I do. I love menopause. So now I've been doing covid jokes and uh, yeah, the I'm getting fatter jokes. Because it, it was something that really bothered me, but now I found a way to hold it up and make it funny. And now it's like my problems work for me. 
And now how do you think comedy does reduce the stress in someone's life? So I think comedy is great in any ways. It's like uh, I do a monthly online show called the Sofa King Funny Show. Just watching comedy and getting into that space of fun and play is is good for people, right? It changes the hormones, brings down the cortisol, brings up laughing. It's healing. If you're doing comedy yourself, it it gets you out of that serious mode and makes you kind of think sideways. Like, what if? Uh, it gets you into a playful mode. So now I coach comedy and a lot of, I coach people who don't necessarily want to be comedians because that's a special breed, <laughs> and, but some of them do. I have some, some of my former students are going on into competitions, but most of them just want something to play with, something to get their mind into a different space, especially now during the pandemic, there's not a lot that's fun and new and exciting. So trying something new where you're a little bit nervous that you get to play is fun. But then also that other thing where this is a way to take the negative anxiety things and try and find the fun in it. So we were talking about, you know, what's the fun in the pandemic? And I was, I was telling you that, yeah, I have a whole lot of COVID material because, because pandemic is not fun, but that makes, that means there's things that are funny about it. I'll go for it. Give us some (laughs) pandemic stress release. Well, I was telling you that um, I am quarantined uh, with with my perfect man, and um, I don't know if I'm allowed. I don't, I don't Go for it. Know. It's okay. You're not. Yeah. <laughs> so um, he's perfect because he's really cute, and he's got that he's got that COVID chic beard, you know, and he's funny, and he's completely pussy whipped. I mean, he spoils our COVID rescue cat. Yeah, we got a rescue cat. Um, <laughs> And, uh, and her name is Murray, which confuses a lot of people because she sounds like a tomcat, but she's really, she identifies as female cat. Uh, her pronouns are she, his, and purr. Yeah. I, I, my boyfriend is just, he's so great that, um, it's coming up on Valentine's day and I've decided that, um, I'm going to give him a gift, uh, for being so patient. And that's that I'm going to give into his deepest, darkest bedroom desire. The thing that most men want, but they're afraid to ask for, you know, what I'm talking about, I'm going to let him fart all night as loud as he wants without having to apologize. He says it's a gift to me because every night I know I don't have COVID because I can smell it. (laughs) It's funny because it's true. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I know for myself when I do have a bad day or a bad hour, I do. I'll take that time and go watch something funny. It makes a complete difference. Well, it's so when you start to do comedy, when whenever I'm in a, a really frustrating uh, kind of experience, you know, like maybe you're 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 with somebody who's really irritating. I don't know if you have those interviews where you're like, oh, um, and you're internally rolling your eyes, but not trying not to. And that's when I think I can use this, you know, oh, I can use this. So um, I now as a comedian, I look forward to being aggravated or embarrassed or making a fool of myself because that's going to be good material. Things back up. I'm going to take one of those pole dancing classes. Uh, Either I'm going to be great at it or I'm going to fall flat because I have abs of jello and it's going to be great material. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I used to have decent abs, but I've got the little COVID belt now. Yeah. And I don't know, it's not like I'm eating more. It's just, it's a whole different ball game, I find. Well, you know, there's, 
the the controversy they they're, they're hiding the covid the side effect that it shrinks your clothes right yeah, <laughs> yeah. so um i've i've been experiencing that too I know my large jeans or my comfy jeans or my tight jeans now. I'm down to one pair of jeans. <laughs> well, now I don't even like wearing jeans anymore. <laughs> but it's winter. So, I, you know, how, how how many days can we spend in yoga pants? You know, because <laughs> they're starting to complain. I see little, <laughs> little stretches in the seams. I am looking for new clothes to buy, but I don't want to buy the large size. So I'm just looking for the companies that, that will lie to me. This used to be this size, but... We've added a few inches. COVID size medium. COVID size <laughs> small enough. Yeah, that's that's what I want. I'll pay extra for that. Now, how is acupuncture related to uh, comedy? Mm, yeah, uh, it's not an obvious connection. Although yeah. I'm going to say acupuncturists, at, at least around here, are really funny. We're kind of out of the box people, right? Um, I like to say acupuncture is kind of like having one foot in Grey's Anatomy and one foot in Buffy the Vampire Slayer, you know, because because some days we're like, oh, it's like your your cheese and your upper jaw and we should do some fire cupping. And some days it's like, yeah, that's a ringworm. So I think that we we are we are funny people. But what I really um, for me, it's about healing and modern society is so stressful. And especially now we're not getting out. We're not moving. It's it's hard to be in balance. Comedy is kind of a strong push into opening up. You know, I don't know if you know much about acupuncture, but we, we ah, so we believe in the, you know, the, the, the free flow of chi and, and part of that is emotional flow. But if we don't speak up and we're too much worry and not enough laughter, then things get caught up and then you get migraines and wrinkles. What's the difference between frown lines and laugh lines? Oh, well, I took a whole facial acupuncture thing. So I know (laughs) it's about 14 needles. No, (laughs) you know what I'm working on is the angry 11s, right? (laughs) Yeah. So what tips and tricks can you give the audience here of uh, how to reduce their stress? First of all, realize it's a problem. I think a lot of us just think, well, it's normal to be stressed because there's so much going on, especially for us here in America. Oh my goodness, you watch the news and uh, how can you not get stressed? So number one, realize it's happening and and deliberately choose balance, right? Um, Just the same way is, I know we've gotten a little too heavy on the, the snack foods, I will deliberately choose some green vegetables. If we've been going too long on this stress thing, then force yourself to watch some comedy. I mean, it doesn't have to be my show. (laughs) Uh, And you know what? The other thing is that Zoom has, we are all trapped in this little world where all we have is our Zoom windows. That's where we can all see each other. And there's there's a lot of opportunities there, like you and and, and this. Uh, There's a lot of shows. There's a lot of opportunities to learn things and do things, deliberately choose things that are going to be a little fun and exciting. Absolutely. Well, that's the thing. A lot of times when you get into that stress mode, you go down that rabbit hole and you've got to become aware and go, I'm out of that rabbit hole. And then, yeah, next time I'll, uh, I'm in that rabbit hole, I'll just pop on your show. Oh, uh, yeah. Come along. It's, <laughs> it is, it's, it's pretty fun. I deliberately choose a wide variety of comics. So I tend to have 
different genders and age groups. I really like seeing different viewpoints. Because what's funny to a 73-year-old woman is different from a 28-year-old man, you know? Yeah. Well, I know growing up when we used to do our family dinners or birthday dinners, we used to go to the comedy club. Rather than just sitting there and having dinner or going out, dancing, listening to music where you can't converse, we sat at a table and laughed our brains out, you know? (laughs) And it became a thing, like almost every time someone's birthday, it was like, yes, let's go to the comedy club. And a blast. So much fun. That's such a great memory. It is. There's now, there's more and more Zoom comedy things coming up. And I, so I think being an audience member is terrific. I also do a little workshop um, online. It's just 45 minutes. And we talk about what comedy would be like for you. I mean, for anybody. Because I, I really, one of my big beliefs is that everybody has a good five minute set. Because everybody has an interesting life either because they're same as us or because they're different from us. So when we, when I meet people, I wonder what would their set be like? So, uh, so I do that too. So, you know, your, your audience is totally welcome to join me for a workshop. Um, there's a lot of free spots on Eventbrite. Wow. If you look up stand up for scaredy cats, that's me. Oh, that's, <laughs> that's a good name. But it's, it's so, it's so fascinating because when you start talking about to people about what are your struggles and then what's possibly funny, people have so much funny stuff. And, and even just thinking about it, well, I live with six roommates. Oh my gosh. You're like the seven dwarves. And they're like, yeah, I live with grumpy and dopey and yeah. And, and, uh, and that's, that's hilarious, right? Just, just people are living with humor around them and they just don't realize it. Well, and too, when you're living in stress, some of the crazy things you do, like I know for myself, you know, there's times where you walk into the room and you're all in a rush you get to this room and you can't remember why you're there. And then you go to that room and you can't remember why you're there. I do. I just start laughing. I go, this is crazy. Like I got to sit down or I got to start writing things down before I go into that room. But, you know, turning it around and laughing at things are been a part of my life. So I can relate to you completely. So you could make that into your comedy character. You know, if you, if you find that's, that's really what it is, is finding your flaws and be like, Oh, that's who I am. And, and that's kind of a, an interesting piece of self-knowledge too. So if, yeah, if you're like the forgetful person, then yeah, every time it happens, you're like, yep, that's who I am. And if you can incorporate it into your, your work, then people, they love you and they know you, maybe they identify with you. Absolutely. That's that's the other secret kind of secret power of comedy is that when I would do a men, I used so I, I just started my menopause set. Maybe that's how I started comedy. Is as an acupuncturist, I had a, a very serious menopause workshop called I had, "What Your Mama Never Taught You About Menopause." And I would tell stories about my mom and how she she went crazy during menopause. She changed her name. She started swearing. She was a preacher's wife, and and that became my bits. But and then I talked about what was happening for me because menopause is a crazy thing when it happens to you. When you share the embarrassing things that are true with an audience, they, they, they realize that maybe they share the same problem, but you've also positioned yourself as somebody who's overcome those problems. Or recognize and become aware of the problems and make light of the problems too, right? But if you're able to make light of them, yeah. then it's almost like, oh, you're, you're, you become brave in their eyes or experienced. Yeah. And a lot of times when you're living in stress, everything is serious. 
you know, and it doesn't matter what it is. It's just one more burden on your, one more burden, one more burden. And meanwhile, if you start, yeah, if you start turning around and making light of things, it's not a burden anymore. And as a comedian, it's (laughs) almost like they become, I I like to say that I make pain my bitch because it works for me. You know, all of my, my, I, I got divorced. That's, that's also how I had to get into business and I had to become braver. And, and all of those problems and fears now they're my, now they're my comedy. And now, yeah, now my COVID-19 pounds, 26 pounds, whatever, uh, is, uh, (laughs) I can really, (laughs) I changed pants three times. I'm meeting a friend for a walk. I got to get out of the house. And it's like, I don't know, even know what to wear anymore. (laughs) Yeah. I definitely need this walk. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, great, Jennifer. So any last words for our audience? Keep laughing. Hang in there. The pandemic's rough, but we're going to get through it. And it's we're going to get through it better with a, with a little sense of humor. Come see my show. Check me out. So fucking funny. Or stand up for Scaredy Cats, because I would love to hear everybody's five-minute material. <laughs> and thanks so much, Denise, for, for, for doing this. It's been a, it's been a real treat to talk to you. It is. It's nice meeting you. And I will be putting Jennifer's uh, contact information in the notes. Thank you so much, Jennifer. And thank you for listening to this episode. Thank you for listening to the Calm Your Daily Stress podcast. Have you ever wondered what your stress personality is? Are you a self-care goddess or a burnout queen? Well, you can find out by taking my free quiz. You just need to go to www.stressquiz.info. To find out where you rank, sending you love and peace and I'll see you in the next episode.